welcome to the Moving Markets podcast on Tuesday, the 20th of June, with me, Bernadette Anderko. On the show today, Hannah Wise joins me to give us uh, details of an upcoming webcast that you won't want to miss. But first, I'm joined by Alexander Peterson to review what's been moving markets since we talked to you yesterday. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Bernadette. So I know the US was shut for the Juneteenth holiday yesterday, but what market news do you have for us? As you said, Bernadette, US markets were closed yesterday, but S&P 500 and NASDAQ 100 future contracts both fell 0.2%. The 10-year US Treasury ended Monday with a yield of 3.8%, and European markets fell at the start of the new trading week as investors remained jittery over the economic outlook. The benchmark stock 600 index closed 1% lower yesterday, with almost all sectors in negative territory. And what about the markets in Asia this morning? Asia-Pacific markets traded mixed yesterday overnight as investors digested China's central bank decision to cut its one-year and five-year loan prime rate. Asian stocks also declined as the rally in global equities lost momentum and investors fretted over China's post-pandemic recovery. Shares fell from Hong Kong and Shanghai to Tokyo and Seoul. The moves pointed to further anxiety about Chinese growth and the lack of fresh stimulus from Beijing. Chinese property companies were among the biggest decliners after disappointment at the magnitude of cuts by banks to their lending rates, with the 10 basis point reduction to the five-year rate coming in less than some projections. Whilst I'm in Asia, I should also mention that U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken got his meeting with China's President Xi Jinping yesterday. Nothing very concrete came out of it, but the diplomatic signs were positive at the end of the meeting, with both sides agreeing that they need to work on the relationship between the two nations, pledging to stabilize their relationship. Okay, so if we uh, move away from geopolitics a minute, do you have any updates for us on other asset classes? Over in currencies, the Bloomberg dollar spot index was little changed, and the euro is trading above $1.09. In the digital asset world, Bitcoin is trading around 26,940 US dollars. And in commodities, West Texas Intermediate fell 1.3%, trading around $70 a barrel. Gold is trading at around $1,950 an ounce. Okay, so uh, just taking a look at the news headlines, Alex. I know there's been some news out of the European Union, the fact that they're aiding the Ukraine with a financial aid package. Can you give us any details on that? Yes, of course. The European Union is proposing a financial aid package of around 50 billion euros to support Ukraine as the country embarks on a critical counteroffensive to retake territory lost since the Russian invasion more than a year ago. The proposal from the European Commission will help finance the Ukraine's government's current expenditures and pay for urgent reconstruction priorities. The package is still subject to changes before it's made public and will be announced ahead of a conference this week in London, where donors will discuss how to rebuild the country and Ukrainian officials will seek private sector involvement. And now elsewhere in the news, I see that uh, the UK isn't faring too well on the international scene. What can you tell us about that? Indeed. Britain has fallen six places down the global economic competitiveness ranking because business leaders have lost confidence in the country, due in part to government incompetence. The annual World Competitiveness Ranking from the International Institute for Management and Development saw the UK plunge from 23rd to 29th out of 64 countries. In a separate analysis, the Institute for Public Policy Research warned that years of underinvestment is holding back growth and harming ambitions to build up green industries. It estimates that the nation would have received an extra £560 billion in real terms if private sector investment and government had remained at the group of seven average since 2005. 
So uh, finally, what can we expect for the rest of the day? Today, the U.S. housing starts will be released and two Federal Reserve Bank presidents, James Bullard of St. Louis and John Williams of New York, will be speaking. And that's all for today's Markets Wrap-Up. Back to you, Bernadette. Thank you very much for the update, Alex. Now, I recently had the pleasure of talking to our head of research, Christian Gattaker, on the Beyond Markets podcast, accompanying our mid-year market outlook. I hope you've already had the chance to listen to it, but here's just a taster of what he had to say about the outlook for US growth and inflation. Given the aggressive Fed hike trajectory, the US economy is most affected by this slowdown. In terms of numbers, this means uh, that we expect the US inflation rate to slow down to 4% by year-end and US growth to slow down to slightly below 2%. For 2024, and this is what we're discounting now or looking at because this will move the market as of the second half of 2023. For 2024, we see inflation slowing even further to slightly above 2% and growth to a mere 0.3% by year in 2024. So rates uh, are biting and uh, this has an impact and will continue to do so. Well, you can hear more from Christian and our chief economist, David Cole, in our webcast, which will be going live a week from today and which will be hosted by Hannah Wise, who joins me now to tell us more. Hannah, good morning. The mid-year market outlook is Julius Baer's big take on the coming months. What else can we expect from the conversation? Well, I think it's going to be a really exciting one. I mean, Christian said it right there. Rates are biting. We've got economic slowdown. And if you build into that the fears of recession, it really all adds up to a backdrop of uncertainty for investors right now. And if you weren't already confused last week, Bernadette, you may well be now because in the last few days, the Fed has paused their rate hikes, the ECB have hiked their rates, and the People's Bank of China has actually lowered its medium-term lending rates. So, you know, central banks are doing very very, very different things. So I think it's perfect timing really for us to really take stock on where we are with the economy on a broad scale, but also we'll be digging down with Christian into, you know, what's changed with our market outlook since January. We'll be looking at sectors of interest, which sectors maybe are not uh, of interest at the moment. And of course, you'll be able to put all your questions on central banks and why they've decided to make these rate hikes or not, um, or even rate reductions to David Cole, our chief economist as well. So it's it's going to be an exciting one. Yeah, and you're talking about the topics of interest. I think fixed income's of great interest at the moment, Hannah. Absolutely. I, I don't know if um, you've had Roman Frey on your podcast recently. He's our head of fixed income investment management. And he's really interesting because for the last couple of months, he's been saying, you know, there was a once in a decade opportunity uh, in fixed income at the moment, but that window will not open forever. In fact, you know, really in our market, we're talking about now is the time to lock in high yields for solid duration. I mean, shorter duration is still not off the table, but not everything is on the table either. We'll be talking about, you know, what is of interest, what isn't. The fact that investment grade is key to avoid finding yourself at the mercy of zombie companies these days, which are obviously companies that have been propped up in recent years by access to easy money. So there's lots to discuss. Um, So we hope you can join us. So how do we actually tune in for the webcast, Hannah? Now, if you're a Julius Bear client, you will already have 
an invite from your relationship manager or you can ask for that invite. Um, if you are not, we are posting the link to join and register on LinkedIn today. So it's exactly one week today. So we'll be starting live at 10 o'clock Central European time. Um, so watch out for the, the, the invite and we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for that, Hannah. I, for one, Thank will be you. tuning in. Um, meanwhile, on the topic of the market outlook, uh, we'll be getting our experts on in forthcoming podcasts to provide insights into the major topics of interest. And indeed, Adrian Yersfal will be joining me on tomorrow's show to talk about alternative investments and why higher volatility means better prospects for investment styles oriented towards relative value. Of course, we'll also have all the news on what's moving markets too, so don't miss the show. That's it for today. Uh, good luck today and goodbye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Für unsere deutschsprachigen Zuhörer. We would also like to make you aware of Marktanalysen und Gespräche, a monthly podcast in German, where Julius Baer experts discuss some of the latest market developments. We share our key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape in German. Search for Marktanalysen und Gespräche on your favorite podcast player.